I'm Alex Mito. And I'm James Milley. And this is The Artist Business Plan, your favorite weekly business podcast for artist entrepreneurs, hosted by Superfine Art Fair. Hello, business artists and art entrepreneurs. Welcome back to The Artist Business Plan. My name is Alex Mito. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Superfine Art Fair. We're the most widespread art fair for artists in the United States. As you may or may not know, we're also a business resource for all things art, artists, and marketing of your art. Today is a very exciting day because it's Inauguration Day 2021, and we've got a new president and vice president, something many of us are very excited about. I'm actually broadcasting from Montauk, New York, with our guest, Anita Durst. Anita has been a star, a muse, and a patron of the avant-garde performing arts and emerging arts scene in New York City since she was 18 years old. She's the founder and executive director of Chashama, Her passion for renovating space began in 1989 through her collaborations with Annie Hamburger of On Guard Arts and Reza Abdo of Dara Luce. Anita has assisted with more than 12,000 artists through space grants, production stipends, and administrative and technical support. She's produced and presented over 2,500 productions and has transformed over 85 temporarily vacant buildings into multi-arts complexes. She was awarded a Young Visionary Award by the Alliance of New York State Arts Organizations and was honored by ART New York in 2008. At Shashama, Anita is responsible for the vision and direction of the organization, and it is an amazing organization here in New York. Welcome to the show, Anita. Thank you so much. Yeah, we're glad to have you. So now, before we get started, I want to ask you something to help our audience get to know the real you. What is the earliest memory you have of art? And the part B of that is, did you realize then that you'd be dedicating your life to art? The earliest memory I have of art is, of course, from my family and the kind of art that they would have as hippie parents. They lived in Ibiza when I was seven or eight. And I remember the flamenco dancers and their passion and the beauty of movement and music mixed in with visual art in the background. I love that. The beauty of music and art mixed together in Ibiza with the hippie parents. I can see the whole visual right now. That's incredible. (laughs) So I, living in New York City for the past 10 years, I passed Chishama locations all over the city. And I, I know a pretty decent amount about what you guys do, but we have listeners all over the U.S. and in currently 64 countries Can you tell our listeners who may not know what is Chishama, what is its mission, and and why did you create it? I started Chishama in 1995 because I wanted people to feel the power of creativity. I feel that creativity can change a person's life, give it purpose, and take someone out of their box in a way and open them up. People donate space to Chishama and then we give it to artists. We give it to visual artists for presentation and performance, artists of all genres. And we allow them to to make work in these spaces, to do presentation in these spaces. We also have an outreach programming that we've had since the beginning, and it's been changing throughout the years. In the beginning, the outreach was, I would go to homeless shelters and teach theater, And now we teach about 200 free art classes in underserved communities. 
So our presentation spaces, currently we do about 150 shows a year for visual and performing artists, and we have about 200 workspaces for artists. The way Chishama works is the property owner will donate the space to us anywhere from three months and some spaces we've had for 20 years. All our spaces are in a month-to-month -month letter of agreement. We have 50,000 square feet with the EDC out at the Brooklyn Army Terminal that we've been there for almost 15 years. We've had another space on 37th Street, 266 West 37th Street. We've been there for about 15 years. Uh, we have a space at One Brooklyn Bridge. We've been there for about four years. So all these spaces, we provide the property owner with insurance, $5 million, as well as management of the space, beautifying the space, and managing it in a way that is very professional and allows them to rent out their space while we're helping the artist who go in there and sell their work for visual art or performing artists who will do beautiful performances. I've seen the most beautiful, extravagant performances in the past 20 years. Anita, I'm just going to frame this for some of our listeners out there who, who aren't quite familiar. In New York, it space for an artist to work and exhibit and sell their work is at such a premium. It is sometimes almost impossible to find. So what you guys do and providing these very professional you know, methods that you're using, providing insurance for the landlord, navigating all those logistics, for the artists in your network that take advantage of Chishama, this is an incredible, incredible service that you know, in a city like New York where real estate is not only so expensive, but just sometimes difficult to even navigate, what you guys are doing is incredible. So I, you know, just so for those listening, that's something just to know that this is an amazing opportunity for artists in New York City. We help a lot of artists stay in New York. If we weren't around, they wouldn't be able to be here to make their careers. We've given the start to thousands and thousands of artists. We've worked with over 30,000 artists in the last 25 years. That's incredible. 30,000 artists in 25 years. Chishama does such a service for New York City artists. Like you said, you're allowing artists to stay in New York. You have free art classes, workspace, space to present. How can artists, let's say I'm an artist who's interested, how can I take advantage of what you offer? We make our applications as simple as possible. So what we do is you go to our website, chishama.org. C-H-A-S-H-A-M-A dot org. And you go to the application page and you choose the field where you'd like to apply to, whether it's visual art or performing art. And then you do a simple application that is free and takes about 15 to 20 minutes. Right now, we are doing something, it's called Enliven New York, which is Chishama on steroids. So now we have 40 different locations since September, we have taken on 15 new locations, and we're planning on taking a total of 100 new locations in this year and then another next year. Some examples are today I saw a space that is 25,000 square feet in Long Island City, and we are looking for artists with large works who could put their art in this space. We also have been offered the kiosks in Bryan Park, 10 kiosks where artists and small businesses can put their wares there until March. We have another new space 
1155 Sixth Avenue. It's about 2,500 square feet, looking to put in new shows as well. Because there are so many empty spaces, we feel that Chishama needs to step up, uh, take on as many spaces and give it to as many artists as possible. When an artist has a space with us, we usually give it to them for free. They are in there for three to four weeks. We do not take a commission from anything that they sell. And we help promote your work as well as we promote it ourselves. We promote it on our website. We do social media. It's amazing. Guys, you're listening. Uh, Hundreds of new locations to Shama and Enliven New York are creating that you can take advantage of your artists with large works you know, they have this space that they're looking at Long Island city. There's other spaces, 15 to 20 minutes to apply. And we're going to have chashama.org with the correct spelling and everything in the show notes. I mean, if you don't apply for something and you live in New York city, by the time you have finished this podcast, you really need to, it's such an amazing opportunity. It's space to make exhibit and sell your work. It's really, really an amazing opportunity. So taking into our next question, The pandemic has been hard on everyone, but artists are still finding ways to create and thrive. What impact does that have on your network and the opportunities that it will bring to artists? Because of the pandemic, we've been able to get more spaces for artists, and we've actually been able to get grant money to give to artists as well. So we've been able to help more artists currently than we usually are able to. That's how it's affected us. But the artists that we work with have all, you know, are are struggling to make ends meet. Got it. So, you know, in many ways, the opportunities have increased. And that's really cool because, you know, they always say like the darkest hour is before the dawn, right? And, you know, we opened this by talking about how exciting today is our inauguration, I don't know when this will air, but for those of you listening, this you can tell when we recorded it. And I think it's so interesting because sometimes things might feel overwhelming, but we look to organizations like yours who've been able to take advantage of the situation and actually improve on the opportunities available to artists. So I think that's really interesting to the artists out there who are listening. Through Jashama, you're constantly around wonderful emerging artists and new works What have you noticed are the top three qualities that artists in art have that really make you say, yeah, this artist is going to be successful? Dedication, vision, and perseverance are the three things that I believe an artist needs to be able to be successful. You know, we talk a lot about the business of art, and that's really like our focus here. You know, we're talking about these dedication, perseverance, how do you like see those qualities come into play for the artists who are using your spaces to show and sell their work? The artists that are able to make their livelihood off of their art and their craft, their dedication has to go past normal dedication. You need to love what you do and you need to put your energy into it so much that you are able to show that and prove your value. So artists out there, you have to love what you do. You have to go beyond normal dedication and prove your value. Anita has produced and presented 2,500 productions, all of these art shows all over New York for many years. 
And these are the three qualities, dedication, perseverance, and vision. So just something for everyone out there to keep in mind. You have such an amazing network of artists and patrons with Chishama. Do you have any words of advice for the emerging artists who are listening to this podcast or the artists who work and exhibit with Chishama Spaces on how they can network and make more connections in the art world and the art market? Being successful is all about networking. I think one no is a step closer to yes. So when every opportunity is neither too small or too big, because most things will lead to something else if you are able to pursue it. When you meet somebody and you're able to make that connection, that human connection is what will help you to sell your work and to grow as an artist in the business world. I really love what you said. One no is a step closer to yes, because so many of us out there are afraid of the word no, but the word no can be a good thing because then you know that's not a possibility and you can move on to the next thing that actually is a possibility for you. I also like you said, no opportunity is too small or too big and that most things lead to something else. I've definitely seen that in my own life. I know a lot of successful people have where you may not see it's kind of that metaphor of like taking the next step when you can't see the whole staircase and the clouds, you know, sometimes it's taking those steps and seeing where it leads, it'll lead somewhere good. Yes. Not judging the, the opportunities that arise or the people that you meet and being able to, navigate those things are very important. You start to understand the more people you meet and the more people you talk to, you get closer to the people you really want to talk to. Through growing Chishama, I would talk to anybody and everybody because I felt like everybody had something to offer. And through doing that, I was able to get closer and closer to the people that were really able to help me to grow Chishama. Right. So there's a certain amount of like pounding pavement. Like actually yesterday, my partner James was part of a curation on Showfield's website. It was a live curation. We met the curator through a friend of ours via email during the pandemic and other artists showed up there. Collectors came digitally. So just being a part of these things and being active and engaging in these larger conversations, I think I agree with you completely, Anita. That is the step. You may not see it immediately, but that is the step into meeting some of the people that will really change your career for the better. Exactly. The times that have helped me most are the times I least expected. Being on the board of another nonprofit introduced me to funders. Giving a speech at a convention introduced me to more funders. It always leads to something, the, the way you're able to put yourself out there. Put yourself out there and it will lead to something. I think that's incredible advice. This has been a really amazing chat, Anita. What is one more, let's say, top word of advice that you have for an artist out there who might just be starting out and making art their career? If you are wanting to make your work your career and your life choice, I think first you should have a day job that you love. I think it's really important that you're able to support your art through something that you're able to do that you're comfortable in and that you'll be able to do your art still. And the second thing is knowing how to compromise. When you sell your artwork, 
it's not always just about your vision. Then it becomes about somebody else's vision and being able to understand the needs of others and listening to what they want is really important. It's not about your needs if you want to make it in the commercial world. It's about the needs of what's out there. I love that. So artists, number one, have a day job that you love, that you actually enjoy doing, that supports yourself and your art. And I would add to that bonus points if it is a creative field or even a creative approach to a non-traditionally creative field that you feel adds to your art career. I think that's incredible advice. Also, I like what you said, Anita, know how to compromise. If you want to be commercially successful, once the art leaves your studio or the gallery or the art fair, it's going on someone's wall in their home or their business or a space that they really care about. So thinking about how their vision and their needs impact that sale too is so, so important. I think that's incredibly valuable advice. To all of you business artists out there, Anita has been here today giving us her valuable time and amazing perspective. And you're going to want to go back and take notes. You're also, I believe, going to want to apply for a space with Chishama, and you should. If you want to connect with Anita and take advantage of the programs they offer, you can visit Chishama on Instagram or visit www.chishama.org to find more ways to connect with Chishama. As always, remember that we're Super Fine Art Fair on Instagram. If you want to give us a quick hello or learn more about how to apply for and exhibit at one of our upcoming fairs around the U.S., just drop a line at artistmakingmoney at superfine.world. That's artistmakingmoney at superfine.world. As always, I would like to end the class by sharing a quick quote with you all. And today that quote is very apropos. Consult not your fears, but your hopes and your dreams. Think not about your frustrations, but about your unfilled potential. Concern yourself not with what you tried and failed in, but with what it is still possible for you to do. And that is Pope John the 23rd. Anita, it has been such a pleasure having you with us today. Thank you for sharing your time with us. My pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. And I look forward to more talks or maybe hosting you guys in one of our spaces one day. Absolutely. I'd love that. Everybody else, have an awesome rest of your day. Remember to stay on top of your artist business plan. Get out there and make it happen for yourself. We've been loving your feedback and are so glad that you are finding the podcast helpful. If you have a spare minute, we would love if you reviewed us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to the artist business plan. It really helps other artists discover the podcast who are also looking to level up their careers. Thanks for joining us for another episode of The Artist Business Plan, a weekly business podcast for artist entrepreneurs brought to you by Superfine Art Fair. Hosted by Superfine CEO Alex Mito and co-founder slash professional artist James Milley, join us and leaders in the art, marketing, and business arenas each week for tips, tricks, and value bombs designed to help you thrive and sell more art. For more information on applying to Superfine Art Fair, as well as recordings of this in all of our past podcasts, just visit www.superfine.world. We love to hear what you have to say, so just follow us on Instagram at superfineartfair and shoot us a message to let us know you're listening. Looking for a more personal connection or want to exhibit at an upcoming fair? Just shoot us an email at artistsmakingmoney at superfine.world and we'll get right back to you. That's artistsmakingmoney at superfine.world. Yeah.